In this morning's Tech Byte, Apple Pay in South Africa, FNB support added. Xiaomi unseats Samsung as top phone brand in Europe. And Tencent shares dive after video games are compared to drugs. Welcome to Stuff Magazine's Tech Byte, a quick wrap-up of all the local and international tech news you might have missed. While there's certainly no lack in digital wallet services in South Africa, some of them take their sweet time rolling out support for major banks. Now, iPhone users can access Apple Pay services if they bank with FNB. Anyone living in the Apple ecosystem will know that completely buying into its hardware and software offerings does pose a significant increase in security and accessibility. When everything's integrated the way Apple Pay allows for, users can pay for just about anything using their Apple hardware and easily authenticate payments through Apple's biometric system. The service officially launched in the country on the 30th of March, after which it announced support for a handful of local banks. This included ABSA, Nedbank, and Discovery Bank. Shortly after, it announced support for Investec clients. FNB customers can now add their cards to the Apple Wallet and start making purchases by tapping their iPhone or Apple Watch. This functionality will work on contactless payment terminals. You know, the ones that also accept cards that tap. Users can add the service through their FNB app, although some have reported some bugginess in the process. Initially, however, they'll have to make sure the app is updated to its latest version. Some may be greeted by a Welcome to Apple Pay message. If you're donning the Apple insignia, hit Take Me There, and then choose which card you'd like to enable on Apple Pay. The feature is available on the following FNB accounts. Premier Fusion, Private Fusion, Private Wealth Credit, Business Debit, Aspire Debit, and even Virtual Cards. FNB cards can also be added directly from within the Apple Pay app, if you're already acquainted with it. Standard Bank, Time Bank, and Capitech users still have a wait ahead of them, however. Not even a month ago, Xiaomi overtook Apple to become the second most successful smartphone manufacturer in the world. Now it's creeping up on Samsung, and while it still trails behind globally, it has managed to steal the South Korean giant's crown as the biggest phone maker in Europe. According to Strategy Analytics, an analysis firm in Europe, in Q2 2021, Xiaomi topped Samsung's 12 million ship devices by a further 700,000, narrowly sliding ahead as the top brand on the continent. This gives Xiaomi 25.3% of the total market share, and its South Korean rival 24%. Apple holds 19.2%, 5.6% goes to Oppo, 3.8% to Realme, and the remaining 22.2% belong to the other brands. Xiaomi managed to pull off an impressive 67.1% year-on-year growth, whereas Samsung experienced a 7% decline. Interestingly, Oppo enjoyed a yearly growth of 180%, and Realme grew an astounding 1,800%. The fledgling manufacturer began in India and China in 2018, and entered the European market in 2019. It only penetrated subsequent worldwide markets later on into 2019 and through 2020. In such a competitive market, Realme's yearly growth is remarkable. Neil Morstan, Executive Director at Strategy Analytics, notes that Samsung is facing increased competition from Apple in the high-end smartphone sphere and from Chinese manufacturers in the mid- and low-end ranges. Additionally, it appears that Xiaomi is taking full advantage of Huawei's exit from the smartphone business, which is serving it particularly well thanks to the fact that Samsung hasn't done the same thing. How the rest of the year goes for the Chinese manufacturer will be interesting to watch, particularly with up-and-comers like Realme thrown into the mix. 
A Chinese state media outlet recently reported that video games are the equivalent of electronic drugs. Following the publication, one of the wackiest statements of the year, two of the country's major online gaming companies saw their shares drop considerably. Tencent and NetEase shares fell more than 10% in early Hong Kong trade before regaining some of those losses, the BBC reports. According to the Economic Information Daily, which is a state-run publication, many teenagers have become increasingly addicted to video games, with online gaming getting a specific mention. The report continues by detailing that this pastime has a negative effect on these affected teens. Even worse, the article specifically mentions Tencent's widely popular online mobile game Honor of Kings, and details that students apparently play the game for up to 8 hours a day. Those are rookie numbers. Gotta get those numbers up. No industry, no sport can be allowed to develop in a way that will destroy a generation, the report reads. Following the scathing article, Tencent said that it is working to introduce features aimed at limiting children's access to these games, starting with Honor of Kings. In line with China's increasingly stern gaming anti-addiction policies, Tencent also recently developed software that uses facial recognition to prevent minors from gaming after 10pm. The company's share price strengthened once more after the Economic Information Daily deleted the article from its WeChat channel. Thank you for listening to Stuff Magazine's Tech Byte. We'll be back again tomorrow with all the local and international tech news you might have missed. Mm-hmm.